We Love You by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. Luke chapter 11, verse 2. So he, Jesus, said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed or holy be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I wonder how many people on the planet today would actually like to see the kingdom of God established, blotting out the world we live in now? Or how many have given any thought at all as to how different things would be on earth if God's will was carried out by all of creation? To get an idea of what life would be like, we would have to go back to the beginning. God, our Creator, designed a garden for man. Can you imagine how beautiful that garden must have been, with perfect trees and bushes, and as beautiful as flowers are today, they too were much more perfect then. Precious stones were on top of the ground, in the beginning mixed among the stones we see today. How colorful and rich looking that must have been. Luscious grass carpeted the feet of the first man and woman with no thorns or thistles, as they are the result of sin and evil, not yet introduced to the pair. The weather was always balmy and pleasant, no inclement changes or damaging elements to mar the beauty. Pure, refreshing springs of water quenched their thirst, and clear blue sparkling rivers and lakes housed aquatic creatures and plants of all colors and kinds. The beasts of the field and the fowl of the air were kind to one another in the garden and pets for mankind. Is this not a long way from where things are today? Yes, paradise was designed explicitly for God's children. Everything was created perfect for them by a perfect God. No sickness, pain, or sorrow tormented mankind or any of creation for that matter. Isn't that a wonderful thought? No decay, corruption, or death was to be experienced. No wars, killings of any kind, hunger or debt did not exist to rob men of their joy and well-being. What happened? What caused all this havoc we live in today? The answer is simple, but the remedy impossible for man to solve. We must have God's intervention. As for the answer, if we want to see the return of God's kingdom, we pray exactly as Jesus taught us to pray, God's will to be done. You see, if God's will was reinstated and the former condition of the planet restored, along with all creation, there would be no problems. Everything would be perfect again, as it was in the beginning, as that was God's will. Even our enemy Satan was created perfect, but he rebelled against God's law and became inferior. Ezekiel chapter 28 verses 13 through 15 You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering, the sardius, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. 
Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 14, reveals his desire to be like God. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farther sides of the north. I will ascend above the height of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Now I ask you, how can an imperfect being create anything perfect, yet he wants to be as God? Impossible. God is perfect, and what he creates is good, exact, quality, precise, perfect. Everything the enemy touches, he taints through imperfection. His twisted knowledge ruins the quality, lessens perfection, making all he influences inferior, below God's standards, starting with Adam and Eve. They too were perfect and in the image of God himself at their beginning, but they also rebelled against God. Now here we are today in a world and society that evolved from the minds of the imperfect, so of course everything is imperfect, defective to say the least. Romans chapter 1 verses 28 through 32 gives us a good look at what man has become. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, sure not in God's will. Being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness, they are whisperers or gossips, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. Hello, church. In fact, even those born again, filled with the Spirit and hungry for truth, continually fall short as they are not yet physically changed or made perfect. We should be so grateful Jesus made our walk for us, paid the wages of our sin with His own life, gave us the gift of repentance, and jubilee us back to the Father, thus letting us rest in Him until we are changed. Time is over and eternity begins. John chapter 17 verse 23 shows us how we rest in Him and are covered and protected until changed. I in them, us, and you, the Father, in me, Jesus, that they may be made perfect in one, body of Christ, and that the world may know that you have sent me. God made this perfect covering possible and have loved them as you have loved me. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 51 and 52 reveals to us the change we are looking for. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep or die, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we 
This is today's born-again generation shall be changed. Here is exciting news. When we are renewed, the rest of creation will be as well. Romans chapter 8 verses 19 through 21 reveals this miracle. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, or made corruptible, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. In hope, creation would come to understand they cannot sustain life without him. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God, all will be renewed. What I am attempting to make us see, imperfect mankind cannot come up with remedies to cure this world's problems. Only God can provide the necessary creative miracles to renew our bodies and, in fact, restore all things made imperfect through the enemy's thinking and knowledge. Why it was important to Eve to know evil, only she knows for sure. But nevertheless, the enemy is responsible for tempting her in the first place. He ruined God's perfect creation by programming her mind. How does a perfect creature defect like Satan and Eve? We all have a will of our own, and anything man does outside of God's will will not be perfect. Only his will, his way, is perfect. Remember, there is not only God's perfect will, but his permissive will as well, which released us from the Mosaic Law, but there are consequences as a result. For instance, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 29, God explains the perfect diet for mankind. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. To you it shall be for food. This was God's perfect will. Acts chapter 10 verses 10 through 13 is an example of God's permissive will concerning man's diet. Then he, Peter, became very hungry and wanted to eat, but while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened and an object like a great sheet bound at the four corners, descending to him and let down to the earth. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat within God's law now, not sinful any longer, but not God's perfect will. We know this because he changes not. Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Has walking in God's permissive will been a problem to man? Well, let's see. Trichinosis, Salmonella, mad cow disease, tuberculosis, to name a few, as a result of not staying with the Genesis diet. In fact, science says we wouldn't have global warming problems either had man stayed with a plant-based diet. And let's look at Genesis chapter 1, verses 24 through 28. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth, according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, 
and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness or kind. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, his own kind. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, let their natures remain like nature of God, and multiply, fill the earth. Everyone on earth was meant to be a part of the royal family of God, and subdue it, make the whole earth like Eden, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Shepherd the earth's creation. So all of creation was to be fruitful and multiply, each after their own kind, until the earth was full of God's perfection. But here again, we have a free will. Let us now look at Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Now it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God, angels, saw the daughters of men, a different species, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. No longer perfect, they were cross-breeds, inferior, not in the image of God any longer, of lower status. We can see none of this would have come about had Eve not wanted to know evil and add Satan's knowledge to her wisdom. Keep in mind, she had access to the mind of Christ, the tree of life, but no, it was her will to choose the tree of good and evil. Satan, because he had an added wisdom, or at least she was led to believe this. Genesis chapter 3 verse 6 reveals the original sin. From this episode, sin and death entered man. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, she liked the lies he was feeding her, that it was pleasant to the eyes, he was a beautiful angel of light, and a tree desirable to make one wise. She took of its fruit, not the fruit of God's will and ways, and ate Satan's lies. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Made man wise, all right. Wise in an imperfect fallen angel's knowledge with which they built this world. A wisdom designed to open their eyes to lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. Satan was, and is still today, very successful. We surely know evil. We are born into it and have to be taught to be good. Our good, our very best, is still so far from the Creator's will. Now everything man does has an evil twist to it, just as Satan planned. Anything to lure mankind from God's will and ways so he can claim them for his. And over and over again he has been successful. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 shows this to be true. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says the Lord. Satan reached his goal. Man has become more and more like him. But before Adam and Eve fell for Satan's lies, swallowed his knowledge, and tapped into his thinking, 
This was not so. They were absolutely perfect. Since they traded the mind of Christ for the mind of Satan, though their status was very short-lived. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 19 shows us the Lord's thoughts and the wisdom of this world. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their own craftiness. We, like Adam and Eve, have been lured by the enemy, resulting in huge student loans and virtual fortunes invested in pursuing a higher education. As we ponder this, the diplomas on the wall become dust catchers, don't they? Evidence the database in our memory is foolish. So with all this in mind, how in our fondest dreams do we think we can fix this world or its problems? Can you see why Jesus told his friends and disciples to pray, God's will be done? We know the Lord wants us to receive the full benefit of the victory, and God's will, if obeyed, would straighten all things out for all creation. As God's people look around this world, its systems, society, and culture, they see plainly the signs the Lord said to look for at the end of the age, when the Father says, Enough is enough to Satan, his world, and all who follow him. Fires, storms, earthquakes, tornadoes, mudslides, locusts, wars, hard-hearted mass murders, abuse to all life, sickness, terminal illness, hunger, poverty, plagues, virus, on and on. Their eyes have been opened through God's end-time knowledge, and they are now warning others, blowing the trumpet loud and clear. Man's intellectual answers to the world's problems are always flawed and totally inadequate, resulting in even greater grief. Satan has a plan that those steeped in the knowledge of this world are busily fulfilling. Little do they know, they are but puppets building their own gallows by walking in the enemy's will. A new day is dawning. God has a plan as well, and His faithful prayer warriors are vehemently crying out to Him to intervene. Psalm chapter 75 verse 7 But God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. They are offering up evidence to Him, proof that Satan must not remain on this planet as God of this world. The control he has over the people and all creation must be broken. 1 John chapter 5, verse 19 We know that we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. This needs to change if God's will is ever to be established and all creation restored. There are many people that do not have a clue that there is a spiritual war in progress. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4 Whose minds the God of this age, not denying He is, has blinded who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Again, Satan's control and power over creation must be crushed and Christ's victory over him manifested on the earth. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. You see, in the spirit realm, the battle has already been fought. 
Christ's victory was won at the cross. Jesus was proclaimed the victor by heaven when he rose from death very much alive, thus conquering death, hell itself, and at the same time jubileeing all those that would come to him for salvation. Satan, however, refuses to accept the victory and has pushed forward with his plan to govern the earth, rule God's people, and destroy those of humanity not perceived as needed to fulfill his plan to be as God. God is now waiting for mankind to see and face the foolishness of trying to walk in the wisdom Eve chose, wake up to the catastrophic conditions it has caused, and see who is really behind the evil, sorrow, and pain that blankets the earth. With this realization, Satan and his unseen army described in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 will then be stopped and Christ's victory instated as mankind opens their eyes to the fact we can't exist without Almighty God. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 shows us the unseen forces lurking behind the people of the world's problems. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, so why do we? Not God's will, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. These spirit creatures need bodies to operate on earth. They enter many times without notice naive human vessels to carry out their desires and help shape Satan's world. Man has repeatedly failed in hindering their progress or fixing and restoring what they have destroyed. Here is why. He has tried to mend these things himself. John chapter 15 verse 5 plainly says, I, Jesus, am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit, is successful. For without me, you can do nothing. Man must see this. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5 Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. We are cursed as well if we solve things on our own. We cannot do anything successfully in our own strength. We need God's wisdom, His love, His law, His will to be done on this planet in every area of life. We need His perfection order, and harmony. Again, his prayer warriors are lifting proof, testifying evidence in prayer that we do see the plan of the enemy. We do understand his desire to rule the earth as well as the heavens and be as God. We know Satan is the lawless one and the Antichrist through his body of people. We are crying out to be brought back to perfection as we also see it is impossible to physically walk in God's perfect will until we are physically perfected. The enemy has us trapped in the imperfections of the world systems, trapped in imperfect bodies, trapped by wrong thinking, trapped this way, that way, trapped in all areas of life. We have to pay taxes, have to go to school, have to use the world's banking system, and in many parts of the earth, punished for even believing in God at all, let alone able to walk in His will. So in closing, let us pray, cry out, set us free, Father, 
Send your mighty angels to our defense. Arise through your body, Lord, the body of Christ. Breathe life into the last Adam as you brought life to the first Adam and claim your victory. We stand as living evidence just as Jesus stood with marks in his hands and a puncture in his side as proof Satan has failed in his effort to rule man or defeat the Lord. He can never become as God. He fails. We are still here and remain loyal to you alone. He fails. Let your kingdom with its perfection come so your will can be done on earth by your people and all creation. It is our will to do your will and joyfully keep your commandments. We love you.